and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about solving problems a little at a time. Hey Shannon, how you doing? Great, how are you? I'm good too. Good, good. Good. I just saw a monarch butterfly. Well, that seems auspicious. Yeah, well, and it's a big deal because, I don't know if you know, I did a little reading about monarchs. (laughs) They've been, they were declining in numbers a lot, significantly, like by the thousands, and they're starting to come back, and they're starting to migrate back through Portland and stopping here. Um, So it's a big deal to see them. Oh, well, they probably were drawn to your beautiful blue house. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) That would be nice. Yes. (laughs) Um, So today we are talking about doing things a little bit at a time. Yes, I think there's lots of applications of that. Yes. In general, I talk, you know, little and often, you know, lots of great, little is, doing things a little at a time is great, but today we have something that prompted the topic that we're going to, that's going to allow us to focus Right. Yes, yes. Yep. The uh, apparently the meal planning episode <laughs> prompted a few people to um, uh, question, you know, the the seemingly complex system <laughs> that I have in place for meal planning and managing our um, pantry and freezer and and all of that. And it made me realize that it would seem very overwhelming to hear all that. It could seem very overwhelming to hear all of that at once, but it's not like I conceived of this whole system and then instituted it. It happened uh, just a little bit at a time. Right, and it wasn't, I mean, I, I guess some, a few people perceived it as sort of hyper-organized and overwhelming and impossible to do themselves. And it wasn't even as though you decided, I want this, this is my vision, and that feels a little overwhelming, so I'm going to break it down into small steps, which frequently is a great way to handle things that are overwhelming. It wasn't that. It was a, a like, incremental series of decisions, correct? Right. It was really, like, incremental problem solving. Mm -hmm. You know, the first problem was that we were wasting a lot of food because, we were overbuying because we didn't know what we had. Mm-hmm. And um, and I hate throwing out oh my gosh. food. Right. Who can't relate to that? I mean, yeah. yeah. And so so that prompted well the so then I thought about well why are we doing you know, how is that happening? What's <laughs> what's going on here that's allowing that to happen? And I realized that 
you know, there was no organization to our pantry shelves. So it started with organizing the pantry shelves. And then like, that was great. So then we could find things and we could see what we had. But when we're out at the store, I still didn't know what was back on the pantry shelves. It's a little bit surprising that Mike hasn't hooked up some sort of camera that allows you to <laughs> have a live feed of your pantry shelves when you're at the grocery store. I know. I, uh, when he listens to this, he's probably <laughs> going to want to set that up. <laughs> um, but, well, so what he was doing was taking a picture. So he'd take uh, a picture uh. of the refrigerator and take a picture of that. And that still seemed a little haphazard to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then... We had started using AnyList, um, an app, a phone app for uh, grocery list. And so I thought, well, I could just make a, do sort of a reverse list of put everything on there that we have and then, you know, remove it as we use it up and, you know, put it on the grocery list. So that happened and then you know, it was the same sort of thing. We're losing stuff in the freezer, which is so easy to do. So then I organized it and um, did the same sort of thing. And then, you know, meal planning, I have a, um, a notebook that I was keeping recipes in from when I would have printed out recipes. Uh Um, but then I would have recipes online and, you know, I didn't really want to print them out and, you know, and it just, I would lose them or I'd put them in Evernote and never look at them again. And so that was when I was using Trello a lot. And so I decided to create the meal planning thing in Trello. So I have a place to put recipes that I find online that's super easy to store them there. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, With pictures. Right, with pictures, which is super helpful for me. I love having the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it doesn't matter for everyone, but I find it super useful. And so that, you know, so it's just evolved one step at a time. And this is, you know, been years that this has been evolving <laughs> and it will continue to evolve. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, then it, you added, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was there all along, but the meal planning component where you are moving cards from your recipe lists into the, the week. Right. To, which I think is so smart um, and so shareable, too. I mean, if Mike wants to, he's can see what's for dinner. Yep. See maybe what he's making for dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it's great. And when I heard some criticism, I'm like, well I, well, I didn't even get it. I'm like, what are you talking about? That sounds fantastic. But, <laughs> but I hang around with really organized people, right? Um, right. So we're all, we all get all excited about things like this. <laughs> but, but the Trello yeah. component maybe sounds complicated, but boy, oh boy, is it easier than like going through cookbooks and writing your, um, men- your meal plan for the week down on a piece of paper, I would think. Yeah. Well, but also, you know, one of the other things we did before I was really using the Trello board for meal planning is um, after having gotten enough meal kits that with recipes that we like, we would just use those recipe cards. Right. And, you know, stack them in order. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I've got a pile of them that are in no order at all. Um, Well, I mean, in order of uh, what when we're going to have them that week, you know, like pick five that we're going to have this week. <laughs> like deal a meal. 
Right. I can't. Oh I God. don't. I don't quite remember what Deal a Meal is, but it seemed appropriate. <laughs> I think Deal a Meal was like a weight loss thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like and I think there were cards thing? with different types of foods on them. I don't, we'll yeah. have to. We'll put a link. We'll figure it out. <laughs> There's probably like an old commercial from the 70s for Deal Mail on right, YouTube. Right, <laughs> But those, those memory, memory, oh geez, those men, recipe, that's the word, menu and recipe came together in my mind and came yeah. out of my mouth memory. Um, those recipe cards from those meal service kits are so great because they have yeah. nice pictures and step-by-step step instructions, although Barry says they're too detailed. Like, what? Um, <laughs> but uh, it's not a valid criticism, Barry. Um, but, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, and and the other thing I like about keeping it electronic, although I would do this with the um, meal kits too, is that... Um, you know, I might add or change something, and um, in in the um, in my electronic version, I can just make the changes right in there. And so, the next time I look at the recipe, I look at how I make it as opposed to how it's supposed to be made, and then you know, try to remember or look at notes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it. I find that really great because I never really sort of tracked like oh I tried this and it was not good or I tried this and I really liked it or whatever and so that the having it um digital really made it easier for me to to track that stuff too and you're doing comments in the note card the card for that particular recipe is that how you're doing it so uh on the Trello card I copy the ingredients and the oh. instructions into the description, the card description. Uh, oh, okay. Nice. And so, and then I have the link so I can go to the original link if I want to, but if I copy it all into there, then I can just make changes and I don't have to remember anything or look at notes or whatever. It's just the recipe as I now make it. Oh, that's fantastic. You should see, I, I have like, what is it that I made? Oh, chicken fajitas from mm-hmm. the um, Cookie Rookie blog. And um, there were many, many changes, so many changes that I, <laughs> I would date them. And Oh, geez. Yeah, and so then I have to, yeah, it's kind of fun to see the changes. And the, uh-huh. and the changes are all about like cooking time and stuff. It's not the ingredients so much. But anyway, um your way sounds better. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, the the so um, I shared one of my recipes with a friend, and I said I sent the link. Here's the original recipe, and here's how I make it. <laughs> oh, nice. So you know, I could give them sort of all the information. Right. Oh, that's great. And it's it's, it's perfect for sharing. I mean, yeah. it's a really and they're using Trello as well, or are you no. like? You're no, making I'm, a PDF or something? No, I'm just copying and pasting. Oh, I see. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. No. So it just, it's, I think the thing to consider is, you know, what? where are you feeling most stuck? What? What's, where, you know, would a little change make a big difference for you? You know, we're talking about meal planning, but this could be for anything. Right. It could be for organizing anything. It could be for really, as you said, anything. Yeah. And so, 
you know, I'm thinking about it in terms of, um, uh, I, I had this come up with filing in the past and I figured out like, oh, the problem, the reason I'm not filing is because I haven't um, updated my Freedom Filer folders. It still has the old stuff in it. So that's the first step, solve that problem. Mm-hmm. And then notice what happens and like, so where where's where are things getting stuck? Where's the bottleneck? And solve that problem. Right. And it's it's taking that moment to look at the sort of low micro level, this where you are right now and identifying it's like at the bottleneck, like you have to step back a little, get out mm-hmm. of your frustration and say, wait a minute, what would make this better? What what's the problem here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's excellent. You know, and that, and this is sort of this, the same thing that we've talked a lot about with starting habits and things. Like, you know, what's the, what's one thing that points you in the direction you want to go? Like, um, you know, if you want to exercise first thing ever every morning, the thing that points you in the direction is laying out your exercise clothes, so you get out of bed and you step right into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's thinking about things in that way, Mm -hmm. you know, where does this get complicated for me and how can I make it easier in that moment? Right. And it strikes me that our friend figure, uh, uh, get in touch with what's important to you factors in here too. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, like you said, in a small way, like you don't have to have a big grandiose vision. You don't have to know. Um, you know, I certainly wasn't thinking about like meal planning when I was standing in front of, you know, six jars of mayonnaise that had all expired. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about like, this is my immediate problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can I solve it? Right. That's excellent. And when you when you say you organize your pantry, for example, or your freezer, that involved probably letting go of some stuff that had expired or you realized you weren't ever going to eat and it was just getting in your way. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It involved um, a very large trash bag. Right. And this is the kind of thing I love helping clients do and don't enjoy doing very much in my own home. <laughs> but it's. I think I need to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe that's a that's another thing to think about is like, you know, when you hear about something and you have a little peak of envy, mm-hmm. you know, how can you bring a little bit of that into your life? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to create the whole system that I have. But, you know, I think you said that your uh, freezer isn't super easy to access. Was that you or someone else was telling me that? No, it was me. It was it, well, it's full. It's in the it's a bottom freezer and it's mm-hmm. full and it's cold and I oh, hate right. cold so much. <laughs> yeah. So the idea yeah. of emptying it, um, I, I just always keep putting it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. But, um, but you know, maybe you do it a little at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we have three freezers. The other two are on top of refrigerators, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's some musical chairs that could be played that make, would make it uh, useful. But what I love, and I'm not sure my freezer situation will allow it, but what I love about yours is how you've organized the shelves so that you 
can easily inventory everything. That's yeah. great. And yeah. put you can easily put things in the right place. And that's a lot, you know, that's feeds right into my happy place, which is having less stuff so that you can easily access what you do have. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and thinking of thinking through, you know, what do you really need? Mm-hmm. Like um I know someone who bought dryer sheets at Costco. Mm-hmm. A single person. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like two industrial size boxes of dryer sheets. Oh, boy. And I said, how many loads of laundry do you do a week? Oh, I probably do maybe one a week. I said, Uh-oh. so... <laughs> Do you see how many dryer sheets this is? This is a lifetime supply of dryer sheets. Literally. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. It's so easy <laughs> at, a, at, at places yeah. like Costco and Sam's to overbuy. And I try really hard not to buy bu- big bulk per, uh, uh, quantities because, you know, things do expire and so forth. But that, or you have to store them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they can be a really great deal. Like, you know, if you want to buy dryer sheets and you want to never have to buy them again. And you have room to store them. And you have room to store them, then go for it. Right. If, on the other hand, you have no room to store them and (laughs) you don't want to have used the same box of dryer sheets for the next 15 years, (laughs) um, you know, it's fine to get them at the grocery store. Right. So yeah, there's a there there's a way of kind of looking at things as um you know and I, I hesitate to use the word problem, but challenge? Yeah, like there's a challenge or an issue or a bottleneck or something. And so just sort of noticing that and remembering that we all have them they just sometimes spontaneously occur occur sometimes they develop over time uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then just addressing it like oh okay well this is not working for me anymore or something happened here let's figure it out right and also yeah take the emotion out of it too or the sense of failure or whatever sometimes we're so hard on ourselves when we we when we have don't have systems for things that other people do right right or we had a system that's no longer working for us oh right yeah i think did we do an episode on that like when we were talking about how our um task management system sometimes just spontaneously quit working oh yeah i think so um we'll look for that and and if in fact we do have that we'll link to it in the show notes right um but yeah so kindness little bit at a time and just um i don't know keep plugging along at stuff because you know bringing more ease to your life right and uh just remember you don't have to do it all just do a little bit yep yep and incremental differences can actually feel really big like make a big improvement that's a good point yeah so we would love to hear from you our listeners um you can email us at 
uh, hello at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can head over to gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment in the show notes. You can head to Facebook or uh, Instagram at gettingtogoodenough or Twitter at gtgenough. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Speaking of the meal planning episode, the food sealer thing, the seal meal, Mm -hmm. it's a vacuum sealer. Right. I figured that out right after we stopped. (laughs) So I have brought up seal a meal and deal a meal in the last several episodes. I think we're showing our age. I think so.